It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. That's for my crazy day. My pack commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. (laughs) Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash getmore. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. It's great to have you in today. A lot, a lot to discuss on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. You can subscribe on iTunes and Audioboom.com. And I want to start today's show with uh, Andy Dalton. And we will talk about Andy Dalton in just a second. But first, if you missed Dave Lapham on the podcast yesterday, Dave Lapham, obviously, there's no better source for Bengals news, but... I wanted to get him on before training camp, and we're going to have so much stuff during training camp. I'm going to be down at training camp, and it starts where a month away from the Bengals opening things up, and I'll talk to players. You'll get coach audio, interviews, and stuff like that. I'll be there every day. I mean, so you're going to get exclusive interviews, sound, information that you're not getting anywhere else. I'll have my, my usual scrum audio that you hear in the locker room, and I'll have some one-on-one stuff as well. Uh, but Dave Lapham was great yesterday. So if you missed that or if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it. It's one of the best things we could do on Locked on Bengals is have Dave Lapham on. By the way, Marcus Hartman of the, the Dayton Daily News will join us tomorrow. So we got a couple guests lined up. But I wanted to start today with something ooh, that you guys aren't going to like. The NFL Network always does this. They do this every year. And it's they, they rank the top 100 players in the NFL. And the, the top 100 players, uh, quarterbacks, I, like, every player's lumped in. And every year we take issue with it, with what the rankings are. And the players vote. that It's not just a media vote or anything like that. The players vote on this, and not every player votes. And there were 16 quarterbacks ranked in the top 100. Tom Brady was one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was the second quarterback. Breeze, Roethlisberger, Ryan. So all these guys were, were ranked in it. And I don't agree with all of it. Like, Matt Ryan isn't better than Andrew Luck. I know that. But the players seemed especially because Ryan was MVP last year ranked him ahead of him okay so there are are things I disagree with things that are obviously um, up to you to to make your decision on but one that I find very interesting and one that I'm not so sure is that off but Bengals fans are sure going to have a problem with it Andy Dalton not in the top 100 and I've gotten tweets already. Oh, the disrespect that Andy Dalton's received. How is he not in the top 100? But James, five straight playoff appearances. Last year, he had no O-line, no weapons. Okay. Okay. Really? I, we went there. 
So we're going to go there and talk about it. The NFL Network was right. Andy Dalton isn't a top 100 player. Andy Dalton isn't a top five player on his team. And you want him to be in the top 100? Think about that. A.J. Green is a better receiver. Think about that. Vontez Perfect, Geno Atkins. Carlos Dunlap, probably better than Andy Dalton is as a quarterback. Quarterback's more valuable. Tyler Eifert, probably a better tight end than Andy Dalton is. And again, I'm just saying it's the top 100 players. And you can look at the quarterbacks and you could say, well, Alex Smith is in the ranking. And Kirk Cousins, Jameis Winston, what is... Dak Prescott done. Okay. And some of that I agree with because Andy Dalton's better than Alex Smith. Andy Dalton is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is Andy Dalton. They're okay. They're good. Not great. Not stars. Not awful. Not backups. They're good. Reliable. Consistent. Average. Whatever you want to call them. That's what Kirk Cousins is. He was ranked 70th in the league. Part of that maybe because he's dealing with a very, very awful dysfunctional franchise in the Washington Redskins. Took him to the playoffs two years ago and last year led him to a winning record. Maybe that's it. Alex Smith went 12-4 and last year. So that's probably why the players voted him up there. But I know he's not better than Andy. That's fine. But these other guys, Marcus Mariota, absolutely I would take Mariota over Andy Dalton right now. Andy Dalton's average with we pretty much know what he's going to be. Mariota has the way more physical ability. I, I think ultimately he's going to be the better player. Jameis Winston, better player. Way more physical ability. Matthew Stafford, definitely already better. Dak Prescott, sure, you can say you could say Dak Prescott was the product of that offensive line in Ezekiel Elliott. But it's not like he was thrown to a bunch of great wide receivers last year. Des was hurt for a lot of the year. Imagine if Dak had A.J. Green. I'm just saying. Cam Newton, of course Cam's better. Of course Russell's better. Of course uh, Russell Wilson's better. Of course uh, Derek Carr is better and Luck and Ryan and Roethlisberger and Rodgers and Breeze and Brady. Ultimately, if you really have a problem with this, ask yourself this question. And and, and I, I asked myself this a while ago because I came to the reality that, man, Andy Dalton's good, not great. Average Andy. He's much closer to average, like I've called him, than he is star Andy. So I went back, and I looked at the the Bengals, and and they went to the playoffs in 2015, and Andy Dalton's an MVP candidate. Woo! Did you see the numbers Andy's putting up with Marvin Jones and Sanu and Green? And woo! He's so good. Yeah. Led the Bengals to 8-0. Finished 12-4, and and obviously he was out the last four games of the year and the playoff game. Let's say Andy Dalton was healthy. Let me name the quarterbacks that he was going to go up against. Denver had Peyton Manning. Like it or not, Hall of Famer, one of the best ever. Tom Brady was on New England, as he is now. Alex Smith in Kansas City. Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. Houston at the time had Brian Hoyer. The Bengals obviously had the three seed. No chance they were going to get Brian Hoyer. No chance they were going to play Alex Smith. 
the Bengals were never going to play a quarterback throughout the AFC playoffs that Andy Dalton was better than. Think about that. There was zero chance that the Bengals were going to have a playoff matchup after going 12-4 and and after Andy Dalton being a playoff candidate that Andy would have given them the edge at the quarterback position in the matchup that they had. And we want to piss and moan and bitch and whine about him not being in the top 100 of NFL players? Think about that. And yeah, you could say Manning was washed up and couldn't throw it downfield anymore. He did just enough. And we know how great Brady is. And we know what Roethlisberger did. Hell, he almost beat, he almost had the the Steelers in the AFC title game that year. And that isn't including some of the great quarterbacks from the AFC. Andrew Luck was injured that year. The Colts didn't make the playoffs. Derek Carr has come on to be a better quarterback than Andy Dalton. Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl ring, and it's, eh, they're, they're close. Eileen Flacco, have you seen the weapons he hasn't had in recent seasons? I think Flacco might be a little better. Phillip Rivers, much better quarterback than Andy Dalton. So ask yourself, oh, we have the ninth best quarterback in the AFC. Quarterback in 2015. That's, that's Dalton's best year. And yet, San Diego had a better quarterback, and Baltimore had a better quarterback, and India had a better quarterback, and Pittsburgh had a better quarterback, and New England had a better quarterback, and Denver had a better quarterback, and Oakland had a better quarterback. What? I like Andy Dalton. I think he's great for the city. I think he's a, a good quarterback. There's nothing wrong with being good. Good gets you paid. Good gets you a job and a You're in the NFL for 10, 15 years. Hell, ESPN just did a ranking of quarterbacks, best Bengals quarterbacks of all time. Right now, Dalton's third in the voting, and he should be, ahead of Carson Palmer, by the way. Okay. Good quarterback. But am I going to get upset that he's not in the top 100? No, maybe he should be, but maybe he's 98th. Kirk Cousins is ranked 70th on this list. Ain't, there's no damn way Kirk Cousins is the 70th best player in the NFL. And there's no damn way Alex Smith is the 81st best player in the NFL. Alex Smith is not a top 100 player. Kirk Cousins, borderline, if that. And let me ask you this. Alex Smith coming off of a 12-4 and four year. Kirk Cousins last year went up against Andy Dalton, and what happened? Andy Dalton cost the Bengals the game. Had A.J. Green open a thousand times. Connected on 12 receptions for A.J. Green. I think it was a buck 70 and a touchdown. It was in London. Over that, that, that overtime game that they tied. Andy Dalton and the Bengals should have scored 47 points in that game. Because A.J. Green beat up Josh Norman like Mike Tyson used to beat up people in the early 90s. I'm serious. A.J. Green abused him. Like, he should have had to to serve 24 hours in jail the way he was beating Josh Norman. It it was ridiculous. And yet, Andy Dalton missed him on multiple long balls, left at least a touchdown, probably two touchdowns on the field. And when the Bengals were up 27-24, to and I remember talking about this, and everyone wanted to blame the damn kicker, which completely irrelevant when your quarterback has one of the best wide receivers in the game, 6'4", huge wingspan, a slant, 
on a, I think it was a third and seven. Has him for nine yards on the left side. I, I remember this plain as day. Sails it right over his damn head. Or second and seven. Then missed Green on an out route on the right side. He was open again. Could have sealed the game multiple times. Didn't. Ended up tying Kirk Cousins. And then people are going to say, well, Dak Prescott has no experience. Why is he ranked ahead of Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton didn't score a damn point against Dallas until the fourth quarter last year. You're going to really give that much credit to Dallas, the Dallas Cowboy defense? Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? And, and say what you want about Denver in, in my comparison of Denver with Peyton Manning in 2015. They have a quarterback controversy right now with av- like below-average quarterbacks. Trevor Simeon came to Paul Brown, Paul Brown Stadium last year, and I think we the first episode uh, of Locked On Bengals was right after this Denver game. He outplayed Andy Dalton on his home field. Any excuses for that? Any excuses for that one? Oh, Denver's defense is so good. They're great. They went 8-8. Eight and eight. And Andy couldn't do squat against them. Oh, 9-7. Whatever. They missed the playoffs. And Andy struggled. I'm just saying, you, you, you guys can take, take the emotion out of it. I was at that game. The Bengals needed a touchdown. One touchdown. And instead, three and out. Trevor Simeon drops back to pass. Deep ball to Demarius Thomas. 29-17. Put the game to bed at Paul Brown Stadium. Again, the Bengals really needed to win. Just saying. Take the emotion out of it. Top 100 player. I don't know, man. I don't know. And it's borderline. Again, he's good. But just because he's a good quarterback, he's got to be a top 100 player. He's not even a top five player on his team. Think about that. Like, if Andy Dalton was so great, why are there fans that legitimately think A.J. McCarron is better? Like, no time ever. Like, in ze- there's been zero times that Phillip Rivers, that there's been a backup that, that Chargers fans have said, oh, well, you should put him in over Phillip Rivers. No one's ever said that in San Diego. And if they have, I, I guarantee you they haven't. No one. But they said that about Mark Sanchez in New York. No one's ever said that about Cam Newton in Carolina. You get my point? They said that about Jay Cutler in Chicago. Andy Dalton is a good quarterback. Andy Dalton is closer to Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins than he is Cam Newton or Matthew Stafford. He's just not those guys. So you can get upset and get mad, or you can be okay with it and look at what the Bengals did. And they surrounded him with a bunch of weapons. And what they're going to do is they're going to say, all right, we have this B-minus quarterback in Andy Dalton. We know what he can do and can't do. We're going to give him everything. We're going to give him the world and see if he can be just good enough to get us there. The world being A.J. Green, John Ross, Joe Mixon, Josh Malone, Brandon LaFell, Cody Core, Tyler Boyd, not in that order. The world. 
We'll see if it happens. We'll see if it works. But man, to be so upset about him not being in the top 100, he's the third best quarterback in their division, and that's because Cleveland doesn't have one. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Gosh, you can email me, by the way, because you're probably pissed at me. James Rapine at ESPN1530.com. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Jim Osarski still hasn't reached out to me about uh, going on their podcast about Andy. Today would be a good day. Man, oh, man. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Subscribe on iTunes and audioboom.com. Marcus Hartman. Dayton Daily News will join us tomorrow to talk about his off offseason thoughts about the Bengals and what to kind of get you set for training camp, kind of like a training camp primer. We've got a ton to get to. Stay tuned for that. I appreciate you guys for listening, as always, to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wildcard exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every day throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020 and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.